afternoon, St. Louis, Missouri, Halifax, Massachusetts, Billings, Montana, Houston, Texas, Indiana, Topeka, Kansas, Pittsburgh, Mississippi, Miami Beach, Florida, Detroit, Michigan, Hampton, Virginia, New Jersey, Chicago, Illinois, Los Angeles, California, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, and Kansas City, Missouri, home of the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome to the Missouri Baseball Race for a beautiful September the 16th, 2023. My name is Howard Coach, host and creator, along with Elder Alan Lyles. How are you doing, Rhea? Bang. And how's the family doing? Bang. And Brother Scott, how are you doing, sir? I'm too blessed to be distressed. Brother Scott. You, this morning you told me something that blew my mind <clears throat> and I said I had to share it with the audience, Rev. I've been telling you about Scott already, Rev, but uh, Scott comes from his lineage, a lineage, his legacy is unbelievable. Scott, you want to tell me, when you hear the word brainstorming, Rev, what do you think about? Well, until... Until uh, about... No, 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 hold on, Scott. Rev, what does brainstorming mean to you, Rev? What does brainstorming mean to you, Rev? What what the word brainstorm? What it means to you? What the word brainstorm mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't really thought about it. <laughs> you you have the honest answer. I haven't really thought about it because the only person okay. that got brains is God. <laughs> okay, well you we, 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 you get together in a meeting. Okay, so you're gonna brainstorm. You know, uh, in class, you want to get together, you know, and just sit around the table. Well, <clears throat> let me say this to you, okay? The word brainstorming can be attributed to none other than Scott Owens, Scott Owens' grandfather. Uh, and, he, and Scott, go ahead from there. Well, uh, as some of you all know, I found out that I had biological uh, uh, family only three years ago. I was adopted when I was a kid and found out that I was in the family Osborne, uh, pretty much based out of uh, Buffalo, New York. Well, one of, one of my, uh, well, my grandfather, his name is Alex Fakeney Osborne, you could look that up. He, uh, he was yes. a big advertising uh, uh, guru back then, back in the 20s and 30s or so. But he... Uh, he came up with the term brainstorming, so it, that has a personal connection to me. So. Amen. Amen. Tell the story now about your daughter, okay? What happened? Well, of course, my 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 granddaughter. She she's pretty proud of her papa bear. So she told some of her school buddies. <laughs> she told some of her school buddies that uh, that her great grandfather. I guess it would be two great grandfather uh, was um, was uh, was Alex Fake Me Asborn came up with the word brainstorming and the kid didn't believe her, so she had to show him on the internet that uh, he was part of my family. So that was, yes, that was kind of fun. Good man. So anybody here the word brainstorming think about Scott Owen. <laughs> he's one of that famous legacy now. Famous. 
But now, right now, so I, anytime I hear that word brainstorming, now I'm going to be if you were more going to say, "Do you know?" Did you know? I, I, I know, I know the guy who's related to the guy. Yeah, no, 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 not related. Okay, is his great grandson. Yep, yep, absolutely. That doesn't mean related to you. His great grandson. There you go. Right, real, right. Anyway, we got any man's on there anyway. Okay. Prophets, 
God, who at sundry times and in divers manners, making time pass unto the fathers by the prophets, have in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, whose being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Omnipotent, when he had by himself purged our sin on Calvary over 2,023 years ago, dying for your sin with buried and rose again, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angel as he had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again, I will be to him a father, and he should be to me a son. And again, when he bring it in, the first begotten into the world, he said, and let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he said, who maketh his angel spirits and ministering flames of fire. Our God is a consuming fire. But unto yeah, the yeah. Son, he said, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of the kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, had anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Talking about none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. And thy Lord in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thy hand. Is the works of thy hand or is the works without hand? Because <laughs> God don't need no hand to do what he said. He's going to speak and it happens. But we need hand. Man hands mess you up. God do things without hands. They should perish, but thou remainest, and they all should wax old as do a garment, and as a vesture should thou fold them up, and they should be chained, but thou art the same, and thy years should not fall. But to which of the angels said he, at any time, sit on my right hand, until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who should be heirs of salvation? Amen. Yes, sir. Really. That was, uh, you know, the, 
fact that uh, you said that about uh, the lead in the hand, you know, and the, and the fact that they're trying to have these valorous cars and stuff like that, and uh, it ain't going to put this way, not good. Amen. Only God, can, only God has the power, you know, to get to, to get to get to do things like that, and we cannot do. Amen. You know, and, and that's not, and anyway, he said, we just have to tell the story, he's omnipotent, omnipotent God. You know, and that's, that's speaking right about that, Jesus is saying. Amen. You know, and we have to be followers, you know, and uh, he will lead us and he will show us what it is that we do not know. What we need to know, that's what my constant prayers all this time. You know, that God will show us. See, so if you're in unbelief, 
you were with Satan. If you believe the gospel, you with God. And you got eternal life. Means a lot, real. It means a fact. It means everything. It means a lot. It means everything. Yes, sir. That's why this is the most great salvation. It's the greatest salvation. He's worthy to be praised. He omnipotent and omniscient. Most holy, everlasting Father. Thank God for Jesus. And we are his children. Yes, sir. And we came from him being creatures. Mm -hmm. But we go back. When you leave this world, you better go back as a child by believing the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because he's Mm -hmm. giving you a chance to be born again. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't be happy. To know that you got eternal life. Oh, yeah. People say, I don't know where I'm going. Well, God said in the book you're going to heaven if you believe in death, burial, and resurrection. And if you don't, you're going to hell. Speak forward. It ain't complicated, real. No, sir. That's why I so all you people out there believe this gospel before it's ever too late. Leave Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and that makes heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. And we give great thanks for that in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Well, Rev, I want to thank you for the prayer and the people y'all brought together that so beautifully. Some massively, I just say, you know, and one of the things, Rev, that uh, that around the world every week, okay, you know, that that we are today and all, you know, this you know this weekend, uh, we on Facebook, we on YouTube, we on Twitch, and all the people that can get these services around the world will come forever be hearing about the spiritual blessings. And it's from of a message that comes from you there that you are uh, building you know, small bricks into their lives that, be, that become big troubles, but then they have salvation. You know, and you do the adversary just so, so gracefully. You know, and, and so massively, that's why you say you are big optimists. You can see it right from the real. I don't mess with that. Okay, okay. I, I, I studied a man of God. Mm-hmm. The same man that God told Jesus Christ, told us, mm-hmm. us to keep the man of Christ in us. And that's the mm-hmm. man I'm in, the man of Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, you know, you know that, and that means that's, 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 that's a, a lot to say, you know, when you know that you're, that you're in that comfort zone you know, with him. That, uh, that, you know, that, you know, and it doesn't happen overnight, which can get there, really. I mean, no, you know, that you causes know, a lot of growing. <laughs> and I still ain't grown enough. 
listen around the world. You listen to Friggers on USAHotPower.com. Also, you can be seen and heard on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And also, all of our podcasts can be found on the internet. Most of your site, you can go on uh, Spotify, um, uh, uh, Odyssey, but all those things. But right now, uh, <clears throat> this is something we've been talking about. Tennessee's talking about for, for quite a while now. But right now, uh, this has been an interesting week in more ways than one. But the thing that you have to watch is your health. And the one thing that people have forgot about is the coronavirus. We call it COVID-19. And uh, it comes in various forms. You know, it's a virus that, you know, that uh, the coronavirus has been around for a long time, but it comes in different forms, different types of variants. And we continue to increase, and uh, they continue to increase the point that we that the center for disease, which has been known as uh, CDC and prevention, said Tuesday that everyone over the age of six months and older, six months, that includes everybody that listens to us today, wherever you are, wherever you know right now, they're saying now that uh, they should, or you should, or we should all get updated vaccine, COVID-19 vaccines as soon as we possibly can. We also suggest that while you get that COVID-19 vaccine shot, make sure you get the, uh, a flu shot, make it a double. I mean, according to Dr. Uh, Mandy uh, Cohen, now, she's the director of the CDC. She said, we have more tools than ever before to prevent a worse outcome um, than we had before. So we shouldn't have no, no outbreaks like we had before. But we should continue to ask, uh, we, we here on our team, uh, on our station here, can ask everyone where they can, can you continue to wash their hands? But it is so important washing your hands. And if you notice, you look around now, they're using more and more and more face masks available no matter where you go. First, there was a shortage of them, but now they're there and don't have them in their closet. There's no excuse. You can't put a face mask on when you go into the house. Uh, when you go in places, you see people coughing. Uh, you say, oh, it's a flu, oh, it's my sign. We do not know that. But when they start coughing, okay, they're putting seeds in the air. And if you have a face mask on, you're protected. And also, I know it's hard to do this time of year, uh, and social distancing. And there's so many football games and blah, blah, blah. Now, this time of year, Halloween's family together. But when you can, you know, when you're in a strange environment, again, another face mask. I mean, people are not going to laugh at you now. Are you seeing young people, old people, in between people? All got their face masks on. And so we just ask you this, not just for yourself, but also for your loved ones, especially on the population, because uh, what you get this now is not just extreme, but this time, uh, this variant, this out now, they put more people in the hospital than before. We have to be very careful, very careful. And also, uh, uh, we want to you know, keep in prayers. Uh, Rev just was talking about that the Bible speaks of, but one thing we've been speaking of consistently is that uh, we're praying every every weekend for a, for a different uh, catastrophe around the world. And this week, weekend, we're saying that please think about the, uh, 
small city uh, in Libya, Kandarna, uh, uh, so it's a coastal city there, where the death tolls are ready to stand this weekend, where 11,000, you know, some people who lost their lives. And all this took place because of a catastrophe, flooding that wiped, washed away the, almost a whole town there. And they predicted 20,000 people would be lost. This is according to the mayor. There's 18 to ride, to ride, ride right now in the city, but their infrastructure and lack of access to power and water and fuel is creating, making matters worse. So you hear something about uh, climate change? Well, right now, uh, the United Nations uh, chief uh, uh, chief aide said that it's one Griffin. He said the scale of flooding appalling challenges are being posed by climate change. And if you think we just uh, talking and be talking, uh, the Panama Canal, which connects to great oceans, uh, right now it's starting to run dry. You know what I'm saying, And for all this flooding all, all around the world that's going on, here's the Panama Canal going dry. Running dry, and I thought you won't go dry because I would was some kind of ways, okay. But uh, normally they had too much water. Sometimes they had to the locks there, you know, to control the water level up and down. But now, see, you're seeing, seeing, you know, a shortage of water down there. You know, and uh, in the hurricanes that uh, that and the, the wildfires that, that these kids, at least, now you say, well, people in, you know, in Bali. And maybe she had said, well, this, but that, but that was a blessing. And no one, no class was no, no hurt there too bad that we kind of, I didn't see a bit of wood there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but we are blessed. That's why I said uh, global warming and also this hurricane uh, that's going to hit Halifax, you know, on, on the East Coast there, with the, with the, the East Coast was spot was fair this time, but we're right in the middle of the hurricane season. And as we told you before, uh, this year we have more that you know, this, this this they had the most main hurricanes this year in history. Then they had 22 of them, uh, 23 years named them. But then, that's a that's a record a number of t- t- a hurricane names. And when they go over those 22 names, uh, 20 names, they might add more names. And so now uh, again, uh, and, and you know something else, you know. Uh, Something was so rare this is that uh, oh, in Southern California, there's a hurricane down there. In San Francisco, you know, in San, San Diego, where you know, it was it never rained in Southern California. But they didn't have heroes down there. I mean, so uh, people, people wake up here. I mean, you know, it's, it's a small thing that you can do. They can help us out here, you know. Like I said, this is something that's. Uh, that's very, 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 you know, something. Uh, and also there's some things that take a place right for your eyes that's going to affect you one way or another. And uh, that's the uh, the uh, UAW strike with General Motors. Well, not just General Motors Ford, and also uh, the makers of the Ford. I mean, uh, the Jeeps and, and you know, Chrysler cars, uh, the corporation also, they're all involved right now in a strike about 15,000 workers. Uh, I want to say here in St. Louis, the Westfield plant, which makes your GM products, uh, 
this time the UAW kind of didn't work. Everybody didn't walk out at one time, which had been a hard hit for everyone. They do the kind of strategically this time. They, they had to do three plants from each, from each one of the, uh, you know, the, the manufacturers, and they each one walking out. Now, it may not be affected on you right now, but in the towns and the places that it is, that they don't have these tracks, uh, it's affecting uh, all of the, 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 the shops, the, the gas stuff that's on the work every day. Uh, and it's not, not what you call a, uh, a good thing. So again, uh, right now, uh, and matter of fact, you said, why are they on track? Well, if in the last 10 years or so, uh, the automobile industry got a, have got several bailouts, which I mean, that was money that we get it from ta- tax earners. You know, for them to, you know, to, 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 to buy, to make, to make more money. And all of this time period, the uh, CEOs are making bonuses, stock, stock prices were up. And, and what that means is that the workers are doing a great job, Rhea. Yep. The workers, you know, they, they actually producing better products now and people buying the car. Yeah. And, so, and so, so really, why can't you share the money? Okay. You got people that know that the company comes to the union and has different concessions. What do concessions mean? Well, they needed, uh, uh, you know, them help them, you know, so we said, we need help right now for you to uh, kind of, uh, let us allow us to, you know, to, uh, to hold your salary at a street and they give you raises. Well, now it's time to pay the piper, they would say. It's time to pay. And, you know, and all they ask them now is, you know, being consistent with other people in the other industries where you can pay, so to speak. But again, I'm kind of predicting that this, like, the way it's going, it may last at least three weeks. But I will tell you this much that uh, President Joe Biden, is very serious about his union man. And I, and I believe that. And so right now, he said uh, his top two people in labor in Detroit, and that's where the big three are located up there. And they have negotiated just So keep your eyes on Detroit, Michigan this next couple of weeks. That's where it's all going down. And also, this year, every strike is being a blue collar versus being there battle to the, to the Motor City. Hey, John. Yes, sir. You know, the people going on strikes. Mm-hmm. Well, are they able to draw unemployment or somebody on strike well, or they not going or nothing? Well, no, really, they do, okay. Uh, they get uh, 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 strike. Uh, if you're on strike, you know, when, you, when you go you know, go to the online, you get $100 a day, you know, which you know, kind of pays for you know, your gas to get there, you know, some little food for your family, you know, because you're not working. You know, you, you lose it. You know, you lose the money, okay, because these guys making decent money, you know, that's why, you know, they, they, they're watching the wages for everybody else, they're not getting paid. But yes, well, they all, you get some type of a stipend, what we call it, you know what I'm saying, for them to be able to, uh, you know, survive while the strike goes on. It's about $100 a day, that's what, you know, they all get that same thing. It's not, you know, you're a big dog or a little dog, and that's why you see these, you see these picket lines, everyone you see there, uh, they're making $100 a day. Okay. And, Oh, that's okay. That's, that's okay. That's all I wanted to get a little explanation about it. You know. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. They, no, they, no, they get a stipend, okay, which again allows them to be on the picket line. You know, and some days can be in the hot sun, some days you know. But right now, um, most of the locations they're they're in right now, the, the weather's not too bad. 
But rain, heat, or snow, they would be out there all night and all day. Okay, on the picket line. So uh, you're on the night shift, okay, that's, that's where you're going to be at. You're on the day shift. Is you do the yes, union pay, pay that money uh, every day? The union that they you know, have? No, the, the union has a strike fund that, that pays the money for them to be out there. Oh, okay. See, that's, see, that's the benefits of the union, okay? When, when you got to go on strike, the union is going to take care of the people the best way they can. Now, that, that, that does, okay, that still is just a drop in the bucket compared to what they normally would make. Yeah, I mean, and so right now, again, I'm, I'm saying this thing, the way it's going now, uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday, well, I just yesterday, we had the same discussion that you asked me about, you know, how do you know, they survive? You know, well, the only thing is strike benefit. And these come from the unions, and I've been on strike now before myself, so I kind of been there before, you know, and it's not a good feeling when you're on strike, okay, not knowing what, Know, uh, how you gonna treat the family? You know how they come accustomed to having certain things. Well, those things have changed around. So again, that's a lot of things. And also, not only are we having track here now in uh, with the UAW, but also in California, the writers get a track continuous. You know, and that's the one where all the screenwriters. You know, and then now you have you know, a lot of people that was for the screenwriting, for the movies and stuff like that. Well. A couple of months ago, the, um, the the ones that work in television. That's why you're seeing so many reruns on TV right now. That's uh-huh. how they're making it in, in, in new programs and movies you see coming out right now. Those movies have already been without preparing for a strike. And so right now, you know, this thing is over holidays out in California. So again, with the solidarity, they're working together. The Pickerlands there, so they're out there. They're asking for your help, so, and we ask their support. You know? So again. The unions are there. You know, they're there for a reason because they help everybody raise their increase and raise it. Uh, the country right now, in the, in the deal of the California area, uh, the companies immediately don't talk about the union because they're going to give their workers more money, okay, in, in, in non union position, but they won't join the union. I mean, so uh-huh. high, you know, high tire raise all, nobody all votes here, so again, it's all there. And also, you know, this has been a week. Uh, the lack of which you make all these these uh outright impeachments. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we sold off with you know um, well let me you know sold off with one that's that been kinda of under the radar, which is one down in Texas. See, Texas. see now could I ask you another question? Sure, go right here, right, go ahead. Uh are they uh what about what about the benefits, all that stops and stuff at the time of strike? You know, a lot of people don't know what's really be going on when they have strikes. So I'm Rick, just asking Rick. questions. No, no, we have no we have just questions people have that they don't even know the answer to it. Of course I've been organized also, you know, uh and and I do know that we had organized first strike, you know. But to answer your question, uh most of that those things are frozen, Rick, you know, uh and you know, uh and that's why they have on the strike, okay, you know, they you know see most contracts have a, a period of grace period, okay, so they, well, they won't be exactly bone dry or for benefit certain things, okay. So, so but, but again, those things are, you know, are good for so long. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, and, uh, but, uh, but, but, uh, you know, uh, 
where the House of Representatives must present a budget to the Senate to go for the president to be approved. At this point, I looked up last night, uh, there are 12 bills that actually need to be, you know, be getting you know, drafted and passed to go into that, into that, that package, right? Well, right now, none of those things are taking place. None of those things are taking place. And right now, there's a thing called a stopgap spending bill. And keep in mind, the Senate obviously already passed what they need to have done. But House Representative right now been, been distracted on other things rather than doing our, doing our business. And so now you hear about the, 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 this uh, budget uh, budget crisis. House Representative, you hear about all this possible different committees against Hunter Biden, against all this. Well, they're not taking care of their business. And their job, okay, to make sure that, that we all have a budget, okay, to take care of our defense, to take care of our house, to take care of our infrastructure, to take care of our health benefit. All those bills right now had to come into a package where and Scott, for them to make that, make that to the House of Reverend to the Senate, and they compromise and put in that bill to, to the president, so then he can sign it. And right now, this is supposed to be coming a long time to have it. Right now, you got you got uh, House of Reverend members arguing with the Democrats about this, you know, and, and and but they're not accusing people, whatever, even you know the representatives. I think Colorado is doing crazy stuff. But nothing is taking place about the work that needs to be done. And that and that's not good. That is not good. You know, and it's not good at all. You know I mean, I need we need everybody, you know, to get on board, you know, to say that the house the house business is taken care of, when the house business means that we're taken care of. And, and right now, right now, I'm running my hand red, but I hate to explain to people. And right now, the Senate met this past week of all the tech giants, uh, and, and I guess this is good timing here, when we come out of Google, Apple, and all those, you know, all the, and all the tech came in, and they sit around the table with the, with the Senate now. They're, they're having the business on that side to take on the House, okay? And no, South of uh, Congress. And they had a big meeting there, and where we had Elon Musk, Bill Gates, you know, those people right now that we call the big players. And they had, they, they had a meeting mainly because they, they're trying to find a consensus to deal with AI. I mean, you hear about AI, you know, that's a big deal, right, Cheyenne? Yes. <laughs> okay, Absolutely. You know but this is big, that's a big, big, big deal there now, okay? And so right now, uh, there's three components of it. But the one thing that came out of these meetings that were called about a, a junior who was the, 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 the president of the Senate, he called this meeting. But the good part about this is, okay, that they, they all saw and they all seen, and now they're all on the same page. And so right now they're saying, and you understand this, that uh, there are certain things that need to be addressed. One, okay, and they all agree that there's some regulation of some sort and had to come from Congress. Well, that's a good thing right there all by itself. Okay, so they all on that same page. No, no, no. I mean, also, Andrew concluded uh, something that Neil Gates actually put what was. They also, this kind of, he has particularly to feed the hungry. And then there's another person that's saying that the tens of billions need to be spent 
on transfer that transfer transformational innovation and and, 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 said, and this could be that could that could unlock AL's benefits the benefits of what's going on and so, so right now they're actually doing something now innocent about that that's handling our business right and plus it man they already got now things in place for the budget talk from the same place and also uh they also have to uh uh, look at you know, the challenges of current to promote these benefits, mitigating the social risk of AL. AI, I'm sorry, AI, you know, for technology-based discrimination, risk of national security, and even as uh, uh, Elon Musk said, criminalization. Civilization. You, you must be able to maximize the benefit and minimize the harm. So this is the report on this, okay, that's good. And also, they also they went to this, all these people at the table, and also this is great. And also, one big thing before I go here, the HBCU transformation uh, project, this is according to uh, 40 historical uh, uh, black colleges and universities. You know, on Tuesday, they announced a one, $124 million gift from the philanthropic funds, funders, new margin partners to increase enrollment, graduations, hold on a second here, graduation, uh, graduation, employment, increase enrollment, graduation uh, rates increases, employment uh, rates for schools, graduates, it is all taking place on a Michael Lomag, who's the president of the United Nations, UNCL, right here. Exactly, as an emissary, or senior funding, and they're trying to get the black mutual institutions into the mainstream. It's a very significant grant, and right now, we must say one last thing. Ukraine, you're not hearing about this, don't pay attention to Brother Walter, okay? But Ukraine is actually making progress in that, you know, human community, Camellia, well, that fort has been hit. Right now, the, the, the Russians have lost one or two artillery systems, one or seven unmanned, unmanned vessels, and one of the main submarines have been damaged uh, out of, and out, out, out of commission. And this is what you're not hearing about. But right now, we want to thank you so much for. By the way, St. Louis around the country, murders are continuing to increase. We need Also, right now, we said thank you so much for joining us. Our money was out on the phone, said, God, that's real. And we are back with saying, we just got to get out of here.
back to lunches and do my team of conversations. I am so excited today that we have Miss Shane Hubbard out. Zoom, we call her. But let me tell you, people, as the lady got to hear her voice, Shane told us, or Hubbard told us, you know, a couple of years ago. As a matter of fact, she had just got into college at that time. But since that time, she graduated uh, from University of Missouri, Kansas City. Boom, Lottie. Boom, Lottie. Top of the class. So I have to have her. She had not been full of us in a degree in communication. And she had her own business, by the way, while she was doing all, going through all this. And she graduated from college. That's what I'm doing. She the kids. Well, she's doing great things. Maybe Sarah, maybe Sarah says she comes on and explains us what's going on in the G generation, or that generation, or whatever you want to call it. But the thoughts are, but not only that, okay, had she graduated, okay, she got her job. Right, Diane? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I have. Everything has been going as well as it could. But in my generation, one of the things that we're more concerned about that I hear every time I talk talk to is the inflation that's going on in our country mm. and also climate change, of course. Yes. Because, mm -hmm. the, the one thing that we all hear also in our generation, I'm talking about this, is that real climate change, all the, uh, all the hurricanes, even down there, the drought in Panama, where the canal is, is getting, 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 you know, taking around. Yes, the and see, it's <laughs> it's happening all across the world, honestly, because just a couple of weeks ago, in a not too far from where I live at, I live in Kansas. There, the heat index got to 135 outside. Wow. I never felt anything like that. Wow. And I was I walked outside that day <laughs> and at that point, like everyone was thinking the same exact thing. We have never felt anything like that in our lives. Well, well, and, well mm -hmm. what I remember we have also this in Arizona, uh, and uh, he's, he's going through this uh, record out there. But he said one thing, okay, he said, I can't talk to the fact that, that uh, <laughs> this only takes place for two or three months of the year, okay, out of where I am. He said, well, it's hell, okay, and this all, and again, climate control in Missouri. We, we, we got nice weather right now. Oh, but, yes, it's lovely but, here, too. Yes, but uh, but to get here, you know, and, 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 and the one thing that, and you know, as I know that you're on the computer a lot, and you're here, you know, for your generation. So what else what else you hearing about this in your generation? Well, I think the main thing that everyone talks about is, you know, inflation right in this generation and, you know, the student loan thing. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. And with the student loan thing, um, and how it didn't go through and I think I heard they're resuming payments like mm -hmm. this month or next month. Well, I'm kind of concerned about the economy because once, like, people are still, right now, most people are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And, you, and a lot of people can't afford another bill or so. Mm -hmm. 
And I wonder how this is definitely going to affect the economy. People are going to lose. A lot of people can't afford to eat nowadays because if you go to the grocery stores, it has went up so much to the point. I just think a lot of these companies are price gouging. Well, we're saying a lot about price gouging. You know, think you're right because that's one reason why we have a strike right now with your, with, with, uh, with uh, UAW because the companies right now are making all type of money on these car prices are out of the roof to buy a car. Yes. Did you know that there's no you can't there's no new cars that coming out in 2024 that are under uh, twenty thousand dollars? Thank you very much. The no end. And see, and I think um, it's just not affordable for anyone. Mm. And we're we're definitely in a recession, I believe, right? Or we're heading that way. Well, shall we hear that? Well, let me tell you, explain a while, okay? One of the things, okay, I don't know if you heard this before, we came into this segment, okay? But uh, right now, the House Representatives uh, <clears throat> are not taking care of business. Like, we come up on another crisis right now. Another budget, you know, the House Representative is supposed to present a budget to the President along with, with the Senate. But right now, the House, the Senate, okay, is the big they work already. But there are 12 bills that need to be passed through the House, okay, spending bills. It affects all of you just said already. Well, right now, the House of Representatives did no work on none of those bills that have been passed at this point. Because they've been mm-hmm. focusing on other things. And like one thing they've been fighting, you have to talk about, 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 about the student loan money. Well, that's something that the people, this is our money, okay? The House of Representatives, okay, it's not a trick at them. They've been blocking all that. I mean, I mean, that's why you're having what you're having now, because, and I'm not trying to be just, you know, because a fact of fact, that, that the representatives on one side said, I'm going to do this with the president, but by each other, I'm going to do this. They didn't have me do this. I'm not on the Republican side. You ain't going to do it. We're going to let, let you do it. You know, and so, that, and so right now, when you watch it, who's fighting for who? And yeah. Biden just said, okay, he's going to come with an idea to get the money to, 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 to the people with student loans. Somebody else on that side of the table said, no, it ain't going to happen. And I can't imagine, okay, how it feels, how they go up and down. And you've been, you've been on this. You can get it. No, I ain't got it. You got it. No, I ain't got it. That's not yeah, that, it, that's, that's, that's stress. Oh, yeah, it's pitiful, my opinion. Because we, the thing is, there's less. I want to say, I don't think a lot of people have much hope in how the government is functioning right now. Because of me. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of it is just political theater, I feel like. That's what it is. Instead of them actually doing certain things, instead of them actually doing certain things, it's just a lot of show. And, excuse me, and the, okay. it's just, re- I'll skip my throat hurt. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, well, well, one reason China has been working okay, because she's been having a lot of issues in the last. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, I have to get my tonsils removed soon, and so that's why I haven't been talking as much. <laughs> right, right, yeah, that's I, I, that. oh. Yeah, yes. But yeah, it's really crazy to just see what's happening. And we're coming up on election year, I think. Next year's the election. But I know for, a, you know, I have a pretty good feeling that my generation is not going to vote strictly just like Republican and because for the simple fact they haven't done anything of benefit to the younger generation why, why do you say that? because a lot of the stuff that the younger generation is wanting they're against it you can see this happening uh, for example in my state <laughs> when Kansas uh, had this election right and it was for uh if you want to keep abortion legal mm -hmm. a lot of people came out and voted to keep it legal and this was on That's one of the years yeah it did but the thing the thing is a lot of people are underestimating what the general population wants i don't want people to touch our you know health care why are you getting rid of certain things that just doesn't make any sense how they're delaying uh you know the student loan thing crazy i mean another thing i'm just aware of this okay they actually right now right now trying to raise the voting age from 18 to 21. yes because they're scared of the younger generation and it's because the younger generation is more, I say, lean to the left. Because with, uh, I think the issue is the younger generation doesn't have anything, quote unquote, to conserve. <laughs> the wages right. are stagnant. Like, rent is higher than it ever has been. There's more hungry people. Homelessness is on the rise. And... In my opinion, I think a lot, a lot of these people contribute to that by not even talking about it. They're talking about issues that don't even bother the general public. Like they're targeting, in my, I think the uh, Republican side are targeting gay people and trans people. But there's not, it's there's not that many people for that to have. It's it's real crazy because they're absolutely, in my opinion, targeting these people. And it's like, for what? This has no benefit for any of us. No. Instead of doing, you know, something that will help the general population. Like, I don't know, improve women's health care. Because when they try to take away, you know, abortions rights, right? That definitely affects all of our health care, okay? When they got rid of, what is it called? Roe versus Wade? Yeah, well, yeah. that was something, that was something that, uh, before your time, you were born, okay, and after you were born, that was a way of, uh, of families to actually, uh, control, you know, control how many you know, babies, you know, people would have. Yeah, exactly. And now we have we have certain groups like certain politicians who are talking about we need to get rid of it even more, and we need to. Some, I think I heard one of the politicians talking about we need to get rid of birth control. Yeah, 
And I was like, this is getting too ridiculous now. Because it's, Why is that? Because birth control isn't just like for, for preventing babies, right? Some people take it for health reasons as well. There's stuff like, it's really, it just, and it makes me wonder what else they're going to try to take away in the future because now you have some of these Republicans. Um, I think I saw on the Republican debate where they talked talked about getting uh, rid of the Department of Education. Did you see that? Uh-huh. And that's really scary. <laughs> like... Well, Shane, not only is it scary, okay, uh, it's beyond that because really... Uh, you know, we always hear this phrase, you don't know where you're going to go, oh, Cheyenne. I mm-hmm. got something you look up, okay? I know you, you, you know, history, you love this show. Do you brainstorm at school? What did you say? Did you, did you brainstorm? Yes. You know, how did you do it? Well, typically it was just a discussion, and we would just talk back and forth, like, hey, what do you think about this? And do you know, would you mm-hmm. know that I was surprised you okay? Do you know that Scott Owen, the guy on the, on the show with us right now, is here, our go to man, our man of all season? His grandfather coined that phrase, brainstorm. Oh, wow! <laughs> right, Scott? Yep, you can look him up. It's Alex Fake Me for Osborne. Okay. If you, if you're, I would definitely. I know you're interested in genealogy, so that that's a that's a fact for you today. Oh yes, I would definitely look that up. (laughs) That's such a cool fact. Right, it's a cool, it's a cool fact, Cheyenne. You know that uh, that you can share it with people. It's oh, you gotta be joking. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and Scott, and Scott's daughter looks like you did, okay, she told something her friend. Uh, you gotta be joking. Well, they look it up, yes, my girl. It's not gonna be a fact. So, wow. Legacy, in, in, in his marriage, in his, yeah, his legacy, that's something that he can add to his legacy. Yeah, because I remember in school, we were, um, we were, you know, brainstorm ideas or when on. we had assignments and we were talk about something we read and what do you and we ask what do you think about this <laughs> mm-hmm. right right that's how you brainstorm yeah uh, my that's grandfather that. was the founder of the creativity institute as well Check, look that up as well okay I definitely will wow that is really cool thank you you got, some, you got some more facts of life here that, uh, that people did not know about. No. <laughs> and that's, I think it's really interesting, you know, and real important for people to learn every single day. Because <laughs> every well, time I learn a, a new fact, I just feel like, wow, let me uh-huh. let me keep this knowledge somewhere. Well, right now, uh, you can, it's, it's, that's in the book, baby. It's, it's on the internet. Well, on the oh yes, we have so much knowledge at our fingertips nowadays. Mm-hmm. 
it's truly amazing. And it's definitely expanding throughout the years. Because since I was a little girl, I think we had, um, well, the internet was a little slower. <laughs> well, back and we did. Back when they were using they changed because I can definitely remember using encyclopedias, but when yeah, I, I be, when I went to like I think I was in high school or middle school mm-hmm. when uh, they gave us our own laptops to mm-hmm. use. They encyclopedias. Yeah, and so we had to learn typing skills and how to safely search on the internet and do Excel, all that good stuff. Because, you know, nowadays, a lot of our books are virtual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was and, talking to my wife one day about, we talking about a book, you know, guess what, yeah. And, and, and my wife, I was like, I gotta read the book. I got all type of books. Now, the time to read a book, she said, I'm gonna get to that, bring in an audio book. You know, and that's the future now. Oh, it's definitely, it's the future. But one of the things I uh, worry about with, you know, these audio books and stuff like that is how they're trying to take away books in the libraries. If, oh have God. you been seeing the stories? And it's like classic in Missouri, books. In Missouri, in Missouri, in Missouri you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Scott just told you about the legacy that his family has Necessarily that they're bad, right? They're because they're bad. taking away books like the How to Kill a Mockingbird. Come on. Be- because they think these are the people who cried about, you know, people being snowflakes, but they don't want their kids to read about, you know, stuff that happened, like racism and other historical things that happened back in the day. Because I think. Some of the books that we read, that I read in school, are trying. They're trying to ban them now. All of you know, you know, you know, you know, Chad. One of the things, uh, our history, we all know the Capitol building in D.C. and all those buildings. Okay, that was slave labor. You know, those slaves built all those buildings. Okay, you know, and and you know, and then you look at uh, most of the Capitol church right now. Uh, a lot of them are going bankrupt because not only just for the uh, you know, assaulted you know, young kids, uh, young boys, but also they, they had to start having to pay back, you know, restitution, okay? You know, when they did, you know, uh, Native American Indians, where they took their land. When they, you know, oh, they, you know, and, and they put their kids know. in these little, um, where's mm-hmm. those school, these resident, I think they call them residential schools, where mm-hmm. they cut off their hair, they stole them. They beat them if they ever spoke their language or did anything that was associated with their uh, culture. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty certain this happened. 
you know, across the country. Because I know there's a school that's not too far from where I live where they they said this happened. And there's bodies under there because of all the abuse that happened. These these little children were dying. They had mass graves. Yeah, mass graves. And it's just really terrible. And let me tell you one more fact. It's one of the reasons... I heard this... One of the reasons that we have, you know, if you ever look on any boxes on uh, foods and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And it has the nutritional facts. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the reasons why we were able to find out, like, certain nutritional facts is because they used to starve those children in those residential schools. Uh, I think this happened in Canada. In Canada, see how much they can survive with... uh, with the limited amount of nutrients they had. Well, well Shane, not only that, okay, that's why the vote right now is, uh, was in Canada, you know, going around now, trying to, you know, trying, you know, to apologize, okay? Apologize. Matter of fact, you got to wear it right now. Uh, the vote right now, okay, look at uh, 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 that. Now, this is a fact, you can check this out, so. Normally, uh, in our country, the Pope, uh, you know, he appoints the bishops, you know, the, the Pope, yes. uh, the corners, I mean the corners, I'm talking the corners, but all those are appointed, you know, by, by the Pope. Right now, uh, you know, uh, and they also vote on the next Pope. Well, one of the things that's taking place is that in the United States, okay, the amount of corners being appointed is kind of at a standstill, and that's because they're, they're, they're thinking in our country is not actually in line with, you know, with, with, with the Vatican. What, you know, what they're doing is the Vatican, and they're challenging the Vatican a whole lot of things, okay? And normally, okay, it's, it's about things that, that are uh, universal around the world, but our country want to be different. I mean, and so mm-hmm. folks are trying to get messages to them. And I read this other, a couple weeks ago, and he said, well, in the United States, uh, you know, that's why you hear all these, you see about callers being appointed all, all over the country all the time. Yes. Well, all of a sudden, they just slowed down. Well, the reason is because some of the callers, you know, they, you know, they were a child in the Vatican, primarily okay about people about human rights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, for us, like, yeah, uh, you know, gays, whatever else. And that's been a part of our population. All of our lives, somebody knows somebody, somebody from that gay. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't destroy the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and right now, one of the things that the folks were saying, the highlight was, in the case of uh, uh, some of the politicians, you know, the, the coroners were saying, hold back you know, the sacrament, you know, communion of certain politicians, okay? Because they didn't see the way you know, the, 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 the uh, Cardinal saw, which is out of step, okay, with the You know, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in the state of Kansas, some of the car, I think we have a car, it was a bishop, I believe, actually, that was, mm-hmm. you know, trying to influence one of our elections recently. All of the elections. And in Kansas specifically, because they found out that this church donated like a million dollars for ads and stuff. I was like, come 
was like, are they supposed to be doing that? Because that's... No. That no. does not sound right to me. Separation, separation of church and state. Yeah, we definitely need to... Um, definitely bring that back because the lines are definitely getting blurred. Well, like that non-profit chat, you know, like if you look at civil commerce, you can't endorse nobody. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a non-profit, that's what the state, no, that's our bylaws, okay? That's what the state said in one of the conditions. And also, it, it, it's part of, you know, the federal, if you get a non-profit, you the same thing. You can't write it endorsing candidates, you know, or, you know, that's not right. No, it's definitely not right, but it, you can see that across the country that the, there's a lack of, like, separation of state and church. But you can share in that, uh, the, uh, the main thing that they're trying now, if you do research, okay, that's because the charter schools you know, are coming now, uh, and, and, you know, and, and because of that, they're taking away funding from the public school, for the charter school. Well, oh, okay, mm-hmm. the charter school, they, they have they have less restrictions, and they in turn can get into these elections and stuff like this, you know, because most school boards, you know, uh, you know public school boards, uh, they have, uh, you know, uh, you know, elections for them to be elected by the community. Well. Moms are limited. We talked about this a while. Yes, moms. I was about to bring them up. Tell the people who they are. They're a group. They're the ones who I think they're the ones who are more res- most responsible for the ones um, who are banning books in the libraries. They had a mass. They were doing it in like across the country mm-hmm. in mass. Okay, mm-hmm. for books, and it's crazy because if you read. Some of the reasons why they banned the books, they didn't even read the books. And I'm like, wow. And so I think, I'm not sure, but I think, uh, Mom for Liberty, I think they definitely want to um, spread propaganda. Mm-hmm. Because if you see down at, um, Florida with their new education system, right? They're talking about how slavery well, 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 they're, they're, wasn't bad. And I think it's all, huh? And I think everything's just all, they're all working together to create this propaganda to spread all this information because I think some of these people are scared for the future. They're scared what's going to happen when their, you know, their children or grandchildren find out about what happened back in the past. And it's not even a distant past. Like, my grandparents were alive in the 1960s. All of them were. My parents were alive in the 1960s. And... When you start learning about these histories, you're like, huh, what, what were you, <laughs> you might wonder what your grandparents or parents were doing back then. That's a natural, that's a natural instinct. Yeah. And so definitely kids are <laughs> learning certain things and it's like, this isn't right what happened back in the day. <laughs> we need to, uh, <laughs> I, I could tell you, I've seen this happen in real life when I went to high school. When there was a kid who went to, I think he went to, he was either 
homeschool and went to private school, but he was completely shocked about how recent this, you know, the civil rights movement was. <laughs> and he was just completely shocked about just history in general because they really didn't talk about it. Most of the history you learn in school is based in like European history already. But them trying to eliminate, you know, black history, black history is American history in this country. Thank you. We all Americans. Yeah, we all Americans. And them trying to eliminate it is just another level of, I think they're trying to dumb down the population because they're easier, people are easier okay. to control that way. Mm-hmm. No, no Chad, that's one of the things uh, I have always said you know, when I listen to or watch the people in the state of Florida, especially, okay? Where, where, you know, and also I was watching the Muslim also. How their mindset is just because, just because, and you just verify just for me a second, okay? That you go, you went to school in Florida. And they took me all this black history from you. It's not that not just black history. You should live on life. So they they weren't just banning black history, okay? Like you know the you know Marcus, I mean they just did not like, okay. You know, and they did not be a traditional socially Catholic generation. Matter of fact, uh this is ironic Cheyenne, but I'm sitting there with not always there. And they're talking right now on C N okay, about what determines our views in the age for our next generation? This is, this is what they're talking about today. And all the things that you're talking about right now, Shane, are right on the money. That, that, mm-hmm. that, 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 that they're trying to change the difference between Z and, and, and generation X and women. Yeah. You know, signs what they mean for our future. You yeah, because I think they're, def- they're definitely scared. They're scared of the younger generations that are coming up because the thing with the model with the younger generation is that a lot of them are just trying to live their lives and they really, they're just trying to live their lives, okay? They're not trying to care what their neighbor's really doing and they're not trying to be, you know, I think they're trying to, in some of these cases, I think they're definitely trying to dumb out dumb down the younger generation because I, I definitely witnessed that in my schooling. I think it happened right after they had the, oh, what was that thing called? No Child Left Behind. Oh my goodness. And I mean, the education, you could just tell just got worse. And it, like within that year, whenever it started coming out, cause I was around when No Child Left Behind came out and I mean you could see the effects of that that still to this day like completely that's a whole thing okay whatever happens there doesn't well as a matter of fact I'm a, a little tidbit I'm not this this bad I've been listening though so I'm a, I, I'm a history buff I love history you know I read okay uh and and it, it was man it's a little history okay and and I heard somebody stuff, and I took it myself. In the last time the Republicans actually won an election, okay, you know, popularity and, and also, uh, you know, blah, 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 
when, when uh, Bush, Bush did it back then. That's hey, you know, since that time, they've been trying to, you said, dumb down people, change the way people think. Yeah, the thing is, I think they're trying to um, play on people's fears real heavily to the point, really? I mean, like, it's very fringe and it's playing on a lot of people's fears in this country. Where it's... It's getting to the point that, you know, they're scared of the younger generation because a lot of the younger generation does not have these fears. I can tell you, I don't have the similar fears of some of these baby boomers. Like my, some of the main fears I had growing up was like, I don't know, school shootings. So our mindsets are completely different. Yeah, I remember you talking about saying that the, uh, Oh yeah, I can remember it like and there's a state with me to this day where yeah, whenever right. I enter a place I look for the exit first. And I know I'm not the only people who are trying all the younger generation, like, if you went to any type of public, even, like, other schools, they kind of teach you that information. And you hear conversations. I thought something was going to change once um, <clears throat> Sandy Hook happened. But it didn't. And that's when I, like, as a kid, I was like, okay. As a young person, I know that, um, that and why back in my mind I was always thinking that this this country really doesn't care about children <laughs> because well, one of the things you have to because they're a future but you can in my opinion I don't think they care about children especially when you see the um the, thing, the pro-life movement happening in our country because if these people were truly pro-life I think a bunch of them should be arguing for better health care for children and like parents after they have like their child they should be arguing making school lunches free for children but they don't no no, absolutely. You really can't. I know. I know. I, I, know, I can't because I got to have it without a child. That um, the whole the group of us was a hungry and got the hate chat. There were no restaurants open on Monday. <laughs> yeah, and you know. And we all all knew what this was. With the younger generation, lunch is important. And, there, you know, there's a lot of people who can't afford to eat. Especially. Thank you. Especially for young, you know, young children in the school district, they don't even want to. <laughs> when school lunch, they really don't feed you enough. They just pack in the nutrients and help you fill full. But, 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 but for some kids, that's all they got. Yeah, for some kids, that's all they have. And it's. Uh, and you're fortunate, and you're fortunate, you are, that both your parents, you know, work okay, both your parents help you. And, and, another thing, and see, I have little nieces and nephews going to school, and school is getting more expensive. Not school, 
school is definitely getting more expensive. Everything's getting more expensive. And we're getting more expensive. Daycare. Yeah, daycare. Who can afford this anymore? And it's coming to the point where everything's becoming unaffordable. And I worry for the, you know, the next generations because one of the things I kind of worry about is, you know, you always hear about Social Security running out. And they said it's going to run out in the 2030s, but I'm working Mm -hmm. and paying into that. They need to, you know, revamp the... You've been paying this for quite a while. You just didn't know. You know, another thing that's saying that, 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 that that's having uh, very much effect uh, on our society in that even your age group, uh, in my age group, uh, interracial marriages, I got friends who, who got married back in the, in the 60s, okay, and they had to keep it a secret. I mean, actually keep it a secret, okay? And and they make their kids actually married, you know, or either white person and they kids married a white person and so right now that's then we're just hating that generation okay because they all want now it's a big it's a blended generation they really their racism doesn't work like it used to mm-hmm. because i mean because all your friends you know we all we all got friends okay we come that we all of us have women i'm not caring i'm not i mean come on are you in my team right if you say you know your team do you what about your wife i love them I got members in the chamber that are white. You know, and, and, and they, they, can't, they gotta feed their family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the thing is. <laughs> yeah, with the. Um, it's. Uh, sorry. With the younger. Um, the younger generations, I definitely see a, a really. Uh, tra- uh, difference between the older generations, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, right. And it's because I think one of the reasons is is that we grew up in a time where, you know, with the internet, and so you could talk to different people, right? You know, and start you. becoming friends with other people and sympathizing and empathizing with them. And just because we're different doesn't, you know, mean anything. We all struggle. And we're all human at the end of the day. We have the same needs. Yeah, we had the same needs. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, I you, can you see. Know, you two young remnants, okay? But look it up. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was so blatantly clear that the movie was called "This Was Coming." This was coming, coming to dinner, okay? I think it's forty eight, where this young lady, you know, uh, uh, fell in love. Was about to marry this black man, and and so our family loved him, you know, and invited him home a couple before he was about to go. So just you know, this black man was very successful, okay. You know, so happy to marry him. He got all these degrees, you know, and and so uh, it's, he brought him home for Christmas, right? And uh, and they found out he was black. And and it's a movie, okay, that uh, from that point on, you can kind of see. They're playing out, okay, in, in more things now where young girls and young men are meeting, they they, 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 they others home for Christmas, home for Thanksgiving. People say, oh, he's black. 
okay? And I'm proud of my grandson. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's in, that's in, that's in so many families, okay? You can't go around saying you should like this person because he like what? I'm gonna like my grandson. I'm gonna like and love his his mother. Yeah, and the thing is, I can see the, uh, well, in a lot of people in the younger generations, you can see this mindset changing, Mm -hmm. right? Because the thing is, we're not, um, I think what's happening is that these people are trying to separate everyone so we all don't unite, okay? A lot of people want hate and fear to rule right because the thing is if we all work together we would have a really beautiful country that strives for everyone at this point but you can see like them trying to dumb down education them not trying to talk about racism like all this other isms going on they're trying to drive hate in this country again. Mm-hmm. And when we don't, and we don't want it. No, no, because honestly, I do not have the time nor want to hate anyone different than me. I'm just trying to survive. <laughs> and another issue. Real, real, real. Do you hear that, real? Yeah. You know, you know, they're saying one of the most famous people in the world was B. A Rodney King, okay. He was being established to be and then Rio Campbell showed that. And the one thing that he said that stays with people right now, can we just get along? Rodney King. Is that the nineteen ninety uh two is that what caused the the LA riots? Yeah, the LA LA riots, riots, the night yeah, it was the nineteen ninety two riots or whatever. Right. And it was I think that. we heard about that. Well, 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 really changed history, okay, but this black man got beat savagely. I mean, he got beat, beat real bad on video. And oh, I is mean, this like one of the first video recorded ones? Okay. Yeah, it was one of the first recorded videos. And it showed that, you know, and it went all around the, in the race right That was exactly the LA riots. But the thing that, that uh, he said, you know, at the end, that right before he died, he, he got paid for a lot of money back in those days. What he said was, can we just get along? Can we just get along? <laughs> can we just get along? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, that, and, that, and, that, and that's powerful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, not only is that powerful, okay, Cheyenne, it, it, it's... It's what we all saying now. You say the same thing now. Can we just get along? I mean, yes, absolutely. Because I think it's going to come point, you know, in the near future, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with, no, I'm not too sure, but especially with how I'm just seeing our generation, how it acts now. And I don't think it's going to change in the near future because also, you know, no one has, um, <laughs> I, how do I put this? It's, there's no middle class. Well, there's not a big middle class anymore. 
Right. Well, I can't wait to let me ask you. I can't mm-hmm. ask that question the way I want to, but I'm asking. Mr. Chuck Bowles III, mm-hmm. CEO of the National Achievement of Commerce, and also the president also of the National Alliance for Black Businesses. So answer that question she just asked. Good afternoon, everybody. Everyone. Hey, Joe. My brother. Uh, I, I want to make sure I understood the question. Is and go ahead. Go ahead. Is it about yeah. the middle class? No, I'm saying the middle class. Well, I was asking the middle class is smaller. Uh, how do I put this? The middle class is smaller than it was about a couple of decades ago. Well, it's 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 eroding shrinking disappearing yes by the the tick of the clock yes Mm -hmm. that's what i thought and and there's there's that's a fact period Mm -hmm. Um, and the 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 evolution of the economy was one thing but then add to that things like covid and the economics impact of that and then add to it now even more so inflation you know mm-hmm. i was just with um, a, a group where we were given a talk to them and people people are like having almost like a car note double to go from 200 to 400 or mm-hmm. uh, butter to go from five dollars to seven mm-hmm. well, all these little oh, things right yeah up. and and, and but your but your paycheck's not growing. Yeah, everything's stagnant. Yeah, and then uh, I think next week the student loan th- thing starts again. Mm-hmm. And, and so, that's going to affect the economy <laughs> as and well. Affecting it, and yeah, I mean, we almost we're almost getting into some political elements of it. But you know, you you hear about I just heard a, a an analysis about Bidenomics, and. They, they're coming out telling us the good things about it, but uh, consumer index prices aren't included in their economic studies. So they're saying things are good and this is happening, but it doesn't, it doesn't really fully account for the impact of inflation. So as we talk you, about, go ahead. You might say we were speaking to a when you say we, who was we? Dr. Harris and I, who is a PhD in economics, uh, we address the gala audience of the uh, Delaware Black Chamber of Commerce for their annual gala. And in it were congressional leadership, uh, people from the state governor's office, uh, councilmen, in addition to business owners, both black and white. And we really, we really just kind of, you could almost say that the overall theme was kind of like stop the charade. You know, mm-hmm. stop trying to tell us one thing when, you know, it's like you can't tell us the sun is shining when it's raining and we're wet and the rain is falling. Chuck, 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 let me tell you something. Give me much Don't tell me, if it's on my head, can't tell me it's raining. Let's break it down. Break it down. So that's, that's what it is. So I'm getting, I hear you, I hear you thinking. You're sure hearing right. Say that, say, say that again. I, 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 I hear people stop pissing on my head and trying to tell me oh. the rain. Yeah, yeah, I was trying not to 
I'm with you. I wouldn't don't be as graphic, but that's that's just part of it. You know, it's know. part of it. it's it's all all this stuff that's going on that uh, indoctrinations and mm-hmm. um, you know, one person might call it sanitizing history, but we really yeah. came down to that the digger you deep the the deeper you dig, that the more you, the facts start coming out in, in in reverse of what you're trying to sell us on. So I, I don't want to change the theme of the of the subject of what we're talking about. No, no, thank you very much. Yes. I go a little bit the opposite of Cheyenne in that I believe the hope and the and the and the faith is in that generation, in the younger generation. You. Oh yeah, I believe that. Oh, and and no. I say that and I say that in a sense that we've burdened we've burdened our children for a fight that's really not theirs. Amen. They're having to address issues that are inherited. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like education. Mm-hmm. You know, the attack on education. I mean, it, it, we we owe it to them. To, we owe it to a child that they should have an opportunity to be educated. And Amen. then the premise of what are we educating them versus indoctrinating. And then the the safety. I mean, there was. The, I, I just I just pick up what's in the in, in in the universe and what I see in the news. And I mean, they were down on the border and they were counting boats of people. They use boats now coming up the river, and uh, they're estimating that there's going to be ten thousand people going to hit New York City from that border in the next week. And did you see the protest out? A lot of people. A lot of people. I mean, and, and it's it's breaking. It's that straw that's breaking the camel's back of public services. You know, all these things that we're supposed to be uh, providing, and uh, as, as a you know, as, as taxpayer money. You know, all this stuff. You also got to add global warming to that also. I mean, change everything, you know. Another thing that I think hurts that's tugging on the economy, because it's just not the United States. This stuff is, in some cases, globally. I think where it really kicked off was with the war between Ukraine and Russia as well, which triggered, I don't know, a lot of stuff. with the economy as well because everything's just happening all at once I'm going to take you to grow them well on the surface I say absolutely but then if you start digging <laughs> in why you know what's mm-hmm. really behind what's going on with Ukraine and mm-hmm. And all this money, and for what? How? And we, you know, we're 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 not. I don't. The government's doing one thing, telling us another. We're saying, what? What about these basic things we need? Yeah, and the thing is, I don't think. The the thing is, it's it's like they don't care about 
you know, the populate our population, United States population, really, because mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know. Poverty is at an all-time rate high. Homelessness is at an all-time high. Food prices is really ridiculous. I, you know, even I cut back on some of the stuff I buy nowadays, and I think everyone. You stay at home. You stay home. Yeah, I stay at home exactly. And that's one. There's more younger people who are living in their parents' houses more than ever. And the thing is. I'm not going to move out anytime soon if I don't have to, because rent is really ridiculous out here. I hear some of my older siblings, they talk about the interest rates on everything because the interest rates on like a car nowadays is ridiculous. If you want to buy a new car, if you want to buy a house, it's really high to the point who can afford this? It's going to come to a point where there's there's going to be more people who are not going to be able to buy their own house and they're going to just be renting forever that is this this uh, uh whatever this other agenda is but you know we start asking ourselves so what can we do what's the solution and um, it's going to change. And part of the science of economics is that all economic systems, all economics, all economies, all economies eventually reach this arc of uh, evolution where they have to implode. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what we're really headed towards. That part of it, there's going to be a uh, a real estate. Um, boom, not a boom, a uh, you know, collapse. Like a, yeah, a collapse. And yeah, a, I a, a, yeah, a, 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 I mean, it, it happens in cycles, but this one is taking on. It's kind of like the storms, and then there's the perfect storm where three or four different uh, dimensions all start happening at the same time. We're headed to that. There's going to be a record number of foreclosures, and mm-hmm. part of part of the people that have money, that's what they're, they're setting up and playing for. You know, that whole thing about the controversy with the fires in Hawaii is everything to do with <laughs> the town trying to, or, or some institution trying to buy those people's land. And they didn't yeah. want to stop. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, big bank taking little bank. You know, the small retail investors are, are being run out of the market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because I think with uh, the younger generations living through, I don't know, collapse after, I don't know, collapse, because I vaguely remembered, um, did that happen in 2008 when the housing market collapsed? Yeah. You could also also go by the, uh, when they started having to do those bank bailouts. Yeah, yeah, the bank bailouts. Portfolio. Yeah, the bank bailouts, they bail out all these, you know, big banks banks and other companies, too, which is going to cause, you know, (laughs) issues in the um, in the run of all of this. And 
what I think is going to happen with this, you know, the younger generations that are coming up and watching this, we're just not going to <laughs> take it anymore. And I can see this, and I can see this happening over and over. We, me and my friends were just talking about how, just how, you know, messed up <laughs> this is and how we are dealing with issues that we couldn't, we didn't start. <laughs> Amen. Hey, Chelsea, Chelsea, I gotta tell you this, okay, which I understand, you and our friends were brainstorming together. I mean, now tell you, how many times have you been in a brainstorming session? You know, you do a brainstorm. Almost daily. Okay, now. Ira. Scott. Ira. Scott! Ira! Chuck! Scott's grand, uh, grandfather, okay, coined that phrase, brainstorm. Sure, I, I, I hope he's he got a patent or something, because it sure is. <laughs> well, he wrote some books, so it's pretty much covered. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, I think that's a show in itself. Yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to do that, too. We're going to do that. Okay, well, Chuck, as we get down to the, down to the, uh, the last part of the program, we're going to use the next six minutes, okay, to invite us of uh, what the, uh, the National Black Business has been doing also. Not just well, uh, in, in keeping with the theme, and particularly mm -hmm. as... You know, we'll just say the younger generation. And, 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 you know, whenever you say younger generation, that means you're older. But let's just say the current the current status quo people in, in, in the workforce and coming into the workforce, they're, 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 the, the awareness is coming around so quickly. And they're wanting to say, you know, I saw, I'm starting to see social media posts about the Democratic Party has killed the black community. So it's time for the black community to kill the Democratic Party. And you start to see this past week that, uh, particularly the Washington Post, wrote a uh, 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 editorial about how they didn't think that uh, President Biden and Kamala Harris should run again, mm -hmm. and that's a major shift in mm -hmm. traditional support. And mm -hmm. even though the polling is saying that Biden's starting to slip with black voters, but that Trump is picking up. And either way, you know, whether you one way or the other on that, our situation remains the same. And uh, one of the things that happened this week that, that we're very proud to announce is that the National Business League, our partners in the National Alliance for Black Business, they came out and announced that their black supplier cohort actually did $100 million with major buyers. And this was big news in that... Mm -hmm. GM, Stellantis, Ford, a lot of these major companies—they didn't—they're not uh, buckling under to this uh, cease and desist, affirmative action, and doing away with diversity, equity, inclusion. And it is not a minority conversation; it's a black business conversation. And so we're raising a poster child of people that are doing it the right way. At the same time, we're saying, "Hey, we got what." over $3 trillion of that the black community spent and we're getting mm -hmm. wiser 
and more accountable on where we spend that money, who's doing business with us, and how we're going to do it. And we have big step forward in that direction. That's part of what the people want to talk to us. And when we go out and meet business owners, they want to talk about growing their business, getting new markets, or what's going on in another place. And it's become uh, a one market. In the global place, the global marketplace is really one the same market. The other thing that that is a um, it's kind of like that light bulb moment that when it, that that thing goes off in your head is like, you know, we've been talking race. Folks, know, we have three minutes. I'm sorry. And, and the bottom line of that is that there's one race. It's a human race, mm-hmm. and and it evolved from the oldest human fossil that's been found so far as a woman that was about three three million three hundred million some crazy number years before any other uh, uh, remains or you know or fossils were found and it was a, a, it was a black person it was a person with melanin as they say and they're mm-hmm. saying that the human race evolved from this core of people that were what's believed to be the, having been the, the continent of Africa moved north and moved other places and so their bodies change the skin colors change the eyes of the nose change but in the end we're cousins or we're related we're all of the human race you're going to see that all over the world that there's always somebody with a different color skin there's always you know and and that's where you say okay Let's get over this because because racism is convoluted. It's create. Thank you. Mm-hmm. God worked with mixed multitudes of color, a yeah. variety God. You know, and we're really dealing with the basic same things and all this erasing of history, all these things we're talking about now, the economy and the redlining and who's getting loans or not. And it's all engineered to control a people. Yep. And part and of that control is motivated. Yep. And that is motivated because no matter where we go or what we do, we excel and we, we're, we're resilient. We survive. Mm-hmm. That's really where we're going as an organization. First, uplifting our attitudes and our esteem of ourselves. And secondly, just basically working together, working all together. And like, say, can, can I be your customer and would you be mine? And, and owning and running your own business. Not be worried about these jobs. Then, then things will get better. When they, when they, when they can't produce... Anyway, I'm going on and on, but that's... No, no, I'm just saying that was a nice segue, okay, uh, to that come April the 4th and 5th, we have been that same philosophy to St. Louis in Ferguson, Missouri, when you and Dr. Harris will be, will be headlined at that same show when you come to the Midwest. You know that story, huh? you know, telling that same story that people know that we are all one generation. Amen. 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 Amen.
taking votes, seeing you on the Missouri Chamber of Commerce, and also the president of the National National Bank Business. This is the sort of mass between the National Chamber of Commerce and the National Business League. And also this Reverend Scott, the Elder Miles, Scott Owen, and our fantastic G Generation Zoomer young folks. And I've been many with our folks in New York, Florida, the Missouri Chamber of Commerce, not general. Thank you for joining us on USNHL.com and then Scott came down too. And also, where your face, man, sleep, where your face, man.